Welcome to the Dating Kinky Podcast, a cast about love, sex, romance, and kink. It's strange to me how many people think what a huge challenge it is to simply acknowledge the rights of others to live their lives. How many people take others' lives as some sort of personal affront? Even those people who are also subject to those same judgments and potential discriminations for their own proclivities. Kinky folk, non-monogamous peeps, POCs, LGBTQIAA+, the list is never-ending. I'm on the other side of that. I accept you, regardless of what you're into, except in two cases. One, you use it to harm others. You practice it without consent or actually do lasting harm to people. For example, many abused people technically consent. That doesn't change the fact that they are being abused. Two, you don't accept that others have that same right that I'm offering to you. In other words, you're an asshole. This guy that I'm quoting today, well, he's one of the second group for sure. Cis and het are excluded. Someone once posted on one of my writings, gender is not a social construct. No one is equal. Actual intersex is a real thing, but few trans are actually intersex. The rest is fantasy, nothing else. It's humorous to me that all non-binary gender expressions are okay, But if you're cis or identify as heteronormative, you're not included. The incredible double standards of most postmodernists are as clear to see here as the increasingly dangerous and increasingly angry ideologies they peddle are in many spheres of public life. Huh. (laughs) I'm cis. Ragingly cis. I've never really ever wanted to be anything other than who I am. I was a tomboy. Even as a tomboy, though, I knew I was just a rougher form of a girl. And since I was born and labeled as a girl, and I identify as one, I'm cis. And I don't feel excluded. (laughs) How would I? I mean, pretty much everything in life is set up to serve me and those like me who have never, or rarely, varied from their assigned gender identity. Social expectations, clothing selections, habitual assumptions from strangers, dating apps that make you choose your sex instead of your gender, menstrual products, pronoun usage... I have to wonder, what exactly am I excluded from? Even in the kink community, where more non-traditional genders are explored and accepted, I and other cis folk make up the vast majority, with less than 1% of Americans identifying as transgender. I mean, I've never tried to enter a conversation or space reserved for transgender people only, 
nor have I tried to contradict a transgender person on their lived experience of being transgender. Well, not on purpose. I'm an asshole too sometimes. We all live and learn. Nor have I felt left out of any secret cool people societies that trans folk are welcome to. But come to think of it, I probably am, simply because I've never actually been cool. Oh, wait. Maybe it's because I'm not cis and het. I'm bi. Well, heteroflexible. And het passing, since my main squeeze is a cis man. I doubt that's enough cred, though, to get me into this circle of awesome I'm supposed to be being excluded from. Is it really cis and het folk being excluded? Because I don't see it. And the only people I see complaining about it are real jerks. Oh. Wait. Y'all, I think I've figured it out. (laughs) Happy Transgender Awareness Week. Thank you for joining me today. If you loved this episode, please share it with others who would enjoy it. And please do join me at datingkinky.com. It's built by kinksters for kinksters, poly, queer, trans folk, and anyone not quite vanilla. And it's free. Find me on FetLife as Nookie Notes and on Twitter, Pinterest, YouTube, Facebook, and Medium as Dating Kinky. We're on Instagram as Dating Kinky Official, all one word. Have a kinky day! And I'll catch you next episode.